people um, seeing the real miraculous ministry. And so Jonah's taken up that same mantle, but she's taken it to another level. So I wanted to give her an opportunity to just say whatever she wants to say to us this morning. Amen. Can y'all receive her? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. <clears throat> so I get the rest of the service? No, just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm excited about being here. I very, very rarely have a Sunday off. They said, where do you go to church? It depends on where I'm speaking, anywhere in the world. Okay? So, uh, but I chose this Sunday to be off to come and support my friend, Miss Sally. And, uh, and we've known each other for probably at least 10, if not 15 years. Used to come here and for special meetings if I was in town. And like, you know, Mark Sharoni, he's a friend. And so, you know, just doing all kinds of stuff here. So, uh, the word that God has given me for today, and I'm going to just have you hold that for me. The word that God gave me for today is um, is resurrection and seeing your dreams come to pass. Has anybody in here, your life panned out exactly how you expected it to? Okay, if Jesus was here, he would raise his hand. But other than that, there's not one of us, okay? We've all had opportunities to overcome. My life is not what I anticipated it to be. Situations came. Life came. Sickness came. Different things like that. I didn't get mad at God. I got mad at the devil. Too often times people blame. Yeah, don't forget. Take a picture of me. I know that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> Miss social media, which is great. I know everything is going on over here because of social media through her. But uh, but anyway, there is um, right now, right here, with you being here, how many of you have been with this church over, say, even over the last few years, been with Pastor Sally? Okay. And so those of you, God is resurrecting in a special way. Number one, thank you for being faithful to the call of God on her life. But what God is doing is he is resurrecting the call of God on Sally's life and resurrecting the dreams that she has had through the years and manifesting it here. This is, as she said, that 2019 is going to be on the shoulders of 2018. Some of you want to get on the shoulders of 2018 and just go (coughs) and get rid of it. Okay? And just crash it into the ground. And what God is doing is that this is a year of resurrection, resurrecting your dreams, the things that didn't pan out like you expected, the promises of God on your life. This is the year that's coming up. And I believe that in a greater way, because you are a part of Acceleration Church, that God is going to not only resurrect what he's doing here in this church, but he's resurrecting the dreams and the visions that you've had in your life. And uh, and don't give up on your dreams. And don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your dreams. I'm, okay, at least I got one amen. Because, see, you didn't get the dreams to, to drive you bonkers. God's given you dreams, and this is a time to see your dreams come to pass. You know, and I know the whole story of getting back in here, the timing of this, the timing of the signing of the contract. And it's like, well, we'll get in in a couple of weeks. And then they, the congregation calls, no, we'll, we'll, we want to be in there on Sunday. She says, I can't help. She says, and so the pa- whoever did this, and I honor you, said, don't worry about it. You just show up on Sunday. And, and whoever took care of everything, moving everything in here, I, I honor you for doing that. Because that's a good sign of a good, healthy church. 
The pastor doesn't have to do everything. I pastored for 18 years. I understand that. I got tired of doing everything. Okay? And so understand that there's dreams that God's given you, but they are dreams for you to live. They're not dreams for you to bury. Some of you have buried them. And I want to encourage you. Now, Jesus, when Jesus died on the cross, he was buried. And all the dreams and everything that the that the disciples had went in the grave. Do you know what the disciples did when Jesus died and got buried? They went back to fishing. Because their dream was destroyed. And what they thought was their dream had ended in the grave. He says, I'll be back in three days, guys. How many times did Jesus hit his head? Oy vey, come on. <laughs> Sometimes he got tired of telling them, I'll be back in three days. And they're mourning his death and the burial, but not the resurrection. You know, if it was me, I'd have stayed by the grave for three days. I'm like, I ain't missing this. <clears throat> but they went back to fishing. That's all they knew. Now, understand, now this kind of mess, might mess with some of your theology. They were followers of Christ, but they technically weren't Christian. They didn't have the Holy Spirit. They were very carnal. All they thought about was themselves. Think about this. All they knew was to, in the natural, he's dead. I'm like, really? Three days going to come back from the dead? Yeah, whatever. Okay? But he did, and then at that point, they got the revel- you know, rev- you know, the revelation that God, Jesus did what he, he did what he said he was going to do, like really come back from the, look, he's all cool. This is like cool. You can put your hand right through him. He's just, you know, he, he was there, but he wasn't there. Okay? And so, and then he stayed with them for a few days. Then he went to heaven. So then he goes to heaven. And then Jesus died on the cross for sin. So then they become Christians. And then he says, I'm leaving you all power and authority. How many of those 12 went and sat at home and did nothing with that power and authority? None of them. They got the revelation that Jesus died, was resurrected from the dead, and left them his all power and authority. So if the if God has left you with all power and authority, how much power does the devil have over you? None. Correct, but he the only power he has is what we give him. I know I'm preaching good. Not my first rodeo. Y'all Texans over here, okay? But see, in the process of that, we have got to raise up a standard against the enemy. Because, well, the, the devil's just always after me. I'm doing so much for God. The devil's always after me. That is not biblical. So shut your mouth. The word says, and we need to line up with the word. The word of God says that the blessings of God are running and overtaking us. No matter where we are in our walk with the Lord... He's going to, you know, I mean, you can mess with me, but don't mess with my my children. I don't let him mess with me. But you get, you know, and the thing is, and he'll fight for us. I love that song. He'll fight no matter what. Whether you think you deserve it, he's going to go after you to bring you back into the flock. And many of you, when you weren't serving the Lord, you knew that God was after you. And you were trying to ignore it. But this is a week 
and in particular this week as we go into the natural new year. That this is not a time to make new resolutions, you know, re, you know, the re, you know, all resolutions that you're not going to fulfill anyway, you know. And, uh, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. Well, you gain 20 instead. So, you know, don't, don't do that kind of stuff and beat yourself up by, cause you didn't do it by the end of the year. But I want to encourage you to really get into the word, get on this prayer call. Forget 30 and 40. Come on, let's, let's, let's get 100%. Well, that'll never happen. Shut your mouth. Come on. You know, you want to get uplifted, wake up in the morning. This is better than a cup of coffee. That's for sure. You know, and you can even drink your coffee while you're praying and praising the Lord, you know, kind of get a shot in both directions. But the thing is, is that, and I know I've known Sally for years. She could have given up. And I love her notebook that she put up here. And one of my favorite sayings is don't give up. Never give up. Go over, go under, go through, but never give up. I wouldn't be here if I had given up. And we have fought a good fight. And we win. We win. And I want to tell you, appreciate the convenience of coming in whatever time you get here and have a seat. It is not going to be for much longer. Because what God has shown Pastor Sally and what God has done in her life, God is going to use it. But the thing is, I want to encourage you to do your part, but it's so comfortable right now. I've, I've got, I have a, a, pur- a place for my purse. Oh, come on. Let's put a center here and put your purse under the chair. Okay. And I know you can get more chairs, so that's not a problem. Amen. Amen. There's no problem getting more chairs. But I want to encourage you to do your part in making it happen. Making the breakthrough happen. And as you share what's going on here, you're going to be blessed. And you're going to get more than you ever thought you would. But I'm going to go back to what I said earlier about the resurrection of your dreams. How many of you have seen all of your dreams come to pass? It's time. It's time. Some of you are believing God for a husband or a wife. Okay? And I tell you what, God blessed her with an amazing man. Amen. And so understand, God's got blessings. Yes, show his cute little face. God has blessings that has not been revealed to you. When I talked to her one of the, the few months ago and she told me that she had gotten married, and, uh, and I said, okay, what's his name? And, and she says, Marie Snow. And I said, so you're Sally Snow? How awesome is that? I mean, that's just like the cutest name. I have a friend named Candy Christmas and Sally Snow. You know, it's just too cute. And, uh, so I ran into the other room. I got out my dream dictionary. I don't know if you shared this with everybody, but I got out my dream dictionary that by Barbie Breathitt. And I looked up snow. And everything that pertained to snow, you might as well have, instead of snow, Sally Snow. Because snow is a sign of restoration, of making all things new, of the blessings of God and the covering he has. I mean, it's absolutely, and I'm like, we're like weeping. So I took pictures of it and I sent it to her so she could show Murray. But the point is, is that God is going to confirm his word to you again and again. 
And I'm going to encourage you, don't give up. Go over, go under, go through, but never give up. And you will get to the promised land. And I am walking in the promised land. I've had a few stumbles in my life. I've been, I got diagnosed with breast cancer year 2000. I had my own Y2K. But you know what? God supernaturally healed me. Not through chemo, not through radiation, not through surgery. He totally completely healed me because I got rid of the trauma, the betrayal and everything in my heart. And God completely healed me. And I want to encourage you. This is a time of setting your dreams higher than ever before. This time as we go into 2019, that he is going to resurrect your dreams just like he did with Jesus. And he's going to resurrect them and you're going to walk them out. Because once again, he didn't give them to you for them to die in the grave. He gave them to you for you to fulfill. There's there's a situation in your own life, where specifically you, that you've desired to have a CD, you've desired to have a book, you've desired to do more than you're doing now for the kingdom. You're doing a lot for the kingdom, but there's a whole lot more. And you've kind of, <laughs> that'll never happen. So re- renounce those words in Jesus' name because this is the coming year that these things are going to come to fruition. And you're going to start seeing uh, different opportunities. Are you married yet? Okay. The answer is not yet, right? Okay, so you do your part in preparing. This is for whoever is single. You do your part in preparing. When I decided I wanted to get married again, this is about 15 years ago, I started cleaning out my closet. Not that I would put my husband in there, but I want to make sure that there was plenty of room and clothes, you know, for the clothes. And uh, and so then then I met Kelly and I started giving a lot of my clothes away. I want to make sure I had room for him. And we just celebrated our 14th anniversary this this month. Hallelujah. So God is the God of restoration. God wants to restore what the enemy has stolen. If he is, if the enemy has stolen some of your health, if he's stolen some of your money, I, let me tell you, get ready because this is the new year. Okay. And I just want to share something with you. I, I've, I've got a new book coming out in, um, I've got a whole bunch of books out, but that's beside the point. It's pretty awesome. But the, that what happens uh, this next one is about dreams and then your prophetic dreams and power of prophetic dreams and, and putting, and don't let your dreams die, basically. And, uh, and so in it, I share, uh, well, I'll just back up a little bit. When I was a few months, a couple years ago, I'm sitting there getting ready to go and minister. I hear a voice. Do you want to know what the devil thinks of you? <laughs> no. I don't really care what he thinks of me. Okay. And, but I knew it was God's voice. And I said, if you want me to know what the devil thinks of me, then I want to know what the devil thinks of me. Come here, pastor. Aren't you a pastor here? Some kind. I know you helped the platform. That's good enough. So I'm going to use you as an example. Okay. And this is what the devil thinks of you. Okay. But understand this word is for everybody in this room. The devil thinks that you are absolutely amazing. You are so gifted. You are so talented. You're talented in the area of music, but you're also very gifted in the area of teaching. That you have a gift of making money. You haven't quite completely tapped into it, but you're going to very quickly tap into incredible wealth and avenues of increase. You're very gifted in different areas, and you're going to see incredible miracles happen in your life. You're going to see people healed. You're going to go out, and you're going to start prophesying over people, whether here in the church or on the streets and different things like that. And that's why I'm doing everything I can do to stop you. 
Can't touch me. But see, the devil knows our future more than we do. And he's trying to do anything and everything he can do to stop you from fulfilling the call of God on your life. And like he said, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. I am not going to let it happen because I have all power and authority and I ain't going to let it happen. And we need to stand up and say, I ain't going to let it happen. I am going to fulfill the call of God on my life. And I'm going to see everything that he has promised me to come to pass in 2019. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. What a treat. What a treat, treat, treat. So excited. Well, did everyone get your welcome packet when you came in? If you did not receive a welcome packet, would you raise your hand so the ushers can come and help you? It looks like this. If you don't have a clipboard, raise your hand. This is what your welcome packet looks like. If you do not have one, raise your hand. If you don't have a clipboard, raise your hand. Everybody has a clipboard? What about a pen? If you don't have a pen, raise your hand and the ushers will come and help you. Everybody, y'all got your gear? You're all set, ready to learn this morning? Well, we've already gotten a a really good message right there. We could just go home, but I did stay up late getting this ready. (laughs) So... So we we got to hear it, amen. Got to get it. It's like fire shut up in my bones. <laughs> if I don't get it out, y'all might spontaneously combust. <laughs> amen. To be just my shoes left. Praise the Lord. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to hear the word of God this morning? It's about to hit your spirit. It's about to hit your heart. You're about to go to another level, amen. You're about to bear a hundredfold return on this word, amen. Your heart is good ground. Put your hand over your heart and say, "This is good ground." about to receive the word of God and I'm going to bear fruit that remains all right say this with me say the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to hear and apply his word I'm about to know better so that I may do better have better and be better I am becoming everything God is destined me to be say that again I am becoming Everything God has destined me to be. I am becoming everything the devil fears I'll be. I'm becoming everything the haters say I could never be. So after today, I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Come on, slap through people, high five and say you better declare it. Amen. Three people, three people. Slap them high five. Let them know right quick. It's time to start moving your mouth. Time to start talking. Amen. Well, this is the last sermon of 2018. We wrap it up this year. Never have I done an entire, taken an entire year to preach one topic. Incredible breakthrough. And has it ever been a year of incredible breakthrough? Speaking of breakthrough, our carpet will be delivered on the 7th. Amen. Somebody said that leper carpet's got to go. I said, I kind of like it. She said, girl, that carpet's got to go. (laughs) But it's been a good stand-in until our real carpet. I tried everything in the world to buy uh, Home Depot's carpet. I mean, I, I, you know how bad I wanted to buy his carpet. We got ready to order it, and he said, it's discontinued. I'm like, what? 
So I went to Lowe's and found the exact carpet that we used to have in here, only it's in our new color. It was a real sturdy carpet. So I'm super excited about that. I'm excited about this year. You know, this has been an incredible year of breakthrough. You know, we just can't leave today without at least just raising our hands for a moment. Could we just lift our hands for a moment and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for proving yourself with your word this year. Thank you for the incredible breakthrough. God, things I didn't even have on my radar, you brought into my life. He who is mighty has done unto me mighty things. It's the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. It's been a wonderful year, Lord, and we thank you for it. We worship you with all our hearts. And we're so grateful and so excited as we stand on tiptoes. Look at, no, not stand on tiptoes. As we run into 2019 with momentum, we are coming with some power. We are coming with some stuff we didn't have last year. So 2019, you better watch out. We serve you notice. Here we come in Jesus name. Everybody shout amen. amen. All right. So we started at the beginning of the year. We have to do this one last time. One last time. We started at the beginning of the year declaring we start, we would write 12 new chapters for the year. So we, de- we decided January was Jubilee January. Then we declared that we were favored in February. We declared miraculous March because God is still a God of miracles. He is still the same God who did miracles in the Old Testament, who did miracles in the New Testament. He is still the same God. He is still a miracle, wonder working God. And then we said it was amazing life April because that's what he came to give us was an amazing life, right? Then we said it was momentum May. As we run with momentum, we keep going to ever new levels. Amen. And then we said it was just do it June. Stop thinking about it and it's time to step out in faith. Right. Then we declared it was Jehovah Jireh July. And then we we decided that August would be apple of his eye August because it's important that we know who we are in Christ. Right. You got to know that God loves you. If he's going to bless anybody, he's going to bless me. Amen. Because he loves me so much. So apple of his eye August. And then it was stretch out September. Stretch into new levels. Set your set your tent stakes out. Amen. And believe God for even greater levels. He says stretch out your faith. Bring me a bigger bag. I can fill whatever size bag you bring me. So get rid of the the the. the the sandwich bag and bring me a big bag. Bring me a bag that you got to get some partners to come in and, and help you hold it. Amen. So um, that was stretch out September. Then we went into overflow October. And then from overflow October, we went right into new levels November. And now here we are in declare it December. The last sermon of the year. Hallelujah. So we've been focusing on the power of our words and how incredibly important it is that we get our mouth going in the right direction, that we set a watch over our mouths and we don't let stuff come out that we don't want to live or that we don't want to have in our lives. You set a watch over the, you set a guard, put your hand over your, everybody get a hold of your tongue. Everybody, hold on to your tongue. Is that? Say, I gotta do something about my tongue. Amen. We gotta do something about our time. We gotta get a hold of this thing. We gotta whip it into shape. We gotta tame it. Amen. Get it, get it under control. So number one, the power of our words, Matthew 12, 36 says, words are powerful. Take them seriously. When we really believe that we're gonna have what we say, that's when we're really arriving at the place of real faith. 
Number one, speaking by faith pleases God. How many of you want to please God with your life? I know you're writing right now, but raise your hand if you want God to be pleased with you. And we do. We all have something in us that we want God to be pleased with us. What keeps us from coming to God? We think God's not pleased with us. And we feel like we messed up. Amen. We'd be like Adam and we hide from God. But no, um, you know, God wants us to be speaking his words. And God is pleased when we when we speak by faith. Hebrews 11.6 says that without faith, it's impossible to believe him. And what does faith do? Faith talks. Faith talks and then faith acts. When you, when you talk and you declare what God says, angels go into action. When you declare God's word, things begin to move. He said, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it will go out and accomplish that thing for wherein I sent it. So he has sent his word. And when we give voice to that word, things begin to change. Things move from the invisible realm to the visible realm when we begin to speak God's word. So faith speaks. If you're not speaking.